Hello, Internet. You're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with the Babyface and his fellow funny friend. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. Prepare to have an autographical orgasm in three, two, two, So, Jack Harris, how the hell are you, man? How do I do very well? How do you do? I'm good, thank you very much. I'm, uh, you know, excited to do this. Let's get the ball rolling. (laughs) No, man. So, um, I was just gonna say first, just what kind of stuff you you said you got a few gigs coming up. So, just tell us about that first, man. Well, I don't know when you're gonna put this out. In the next tomorrow. Tomorrow, right. I'm quite quick with Well, if that's the case, then I've already I'm one I'm doing one in Bridgeworth as we speak. You're doing one right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing one literally okay. right now. In case you didn't you weren't aware of that, and uh, I'm doing one in Leamington uh, on the Thursday, so which is like the day after, obviously. Yeah, but that's about it. I've only got, got a few more in, in the next few months as well. Uh, do you know what they called or anything? The ones you got coming up? No idea. No. But I know <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know that I've been booked to do some. I just can't think for life of me where. Or what? <laughs> whether it is stand up or whether it's just something completely different, but uh, yeah. Uh, generally, same me. I know I've got one in Leicester. I know the name. That's about it. I didn't even know it was in. The I never know about one because yeah, it's called the Shed. <laughs> yeah. I did that one. A uh, really good room that is. Mm. I had a Lavelle um, MC that night. Oh yeah, I like Lavelle. He's a good guy. He uh, he fantastically interrupted someone who was like talking about the next upcoming gig because he was short for time. Right. There's a guy literally just finishing up, and then he couldn't be bothered to wait. He went, "Oh, thank you, everyone. Uh, get <laughs> oh, off the stage now. Welcome." You know, that was Raoul. You know, well, he just cut him off. He just cut him off completely. <laughs> uh, to be fair though, um, I mean, you know, you mentioned Rio. One of the times when he when he emceed gig I was doing, um, he just started berating this one like couple of people in the audience. So I think that's worse. Right. As a two. <laughs> well, it depends how bad it was. Like, not, not, it was funny, but it was angry berating, but funny angry berating. I had a guy yesterday trying to say something to me, because I did a MC at the Loki, about the time we did Oh, you were doing that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise you were MCing. I've, I've only started doing MC. I've only done it at that place once. I did a little tiny bit for Dave at Hollybush once. Oh, yeah, About yeah. a week after Bush, I suppose he could come be bothered, so I just literally did like <laughs> 10 minutes and introduced uh, Adam Elmer. But, um, oh, fucking Dave's an interesting guy, the Hollybush. Oh, absolutely. It's always yeah, an interesting I, I love, I love the Hollybush, though, because I think it's like one of those rooms where you have to do when you're starting off. You do. And it just gives you a good idea of what how hostile some people can be when doing mm-hmm. it when you're first starting out. That's one thing I've never got from there, is hostility. Well, not hostility, but it depends on, like, not when you're speaking to people one-on-one, but when you're actually yeah, up on stage. That's what it? I mean, yeah. Because the one, the one night, I can absolutely die my arse and do nothing. And then the week after, same material, and just absolutely kill oh, it. I, th- I know you mean in that sense, yeah. 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 Like I was there um, recently, and it was, it was packed when it was there. Like, normally, there's a good audience there, ain't there? Like, okay, but this was packed. Like, I thought, oh, man, I hated this. And mm. by the time we got on stage, there were so many people that everyone was just dead. Like, the whole the whole room was dead by then. I hate doing that. <laughs> it was a really fun night. It was just really long. That was all, you know. Yeah. What time did you get home from that? Because I saw, I think I saw something you put something up. I on. put a rare post on about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like oh, two half two in the morning. <laughs> it was so late, and I still got a lift to town as well. <laughs> Thank God that I know a certain someone who can just I can just sleep round hers. Yeah, you're not after. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> not have to deal with any of that nonsense. But now, nah, but uh, I do love the Hollybush. I do love, I do love um, like the stand up circuit of what we're doing so far. 
Although I have some yeah. really interesting acts. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, really not just like the same conventional stuff you get at like wherever, like, you know, but there are some people who are doing like interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, um, I think that's the one, Dan, because I don't know about you, how long have you been doing the comedy stuff for now? Uh, like since, no, stuff? since November last year. Oh, okay, so not too much different to me in that case, mm, then. Mm. Um, like, before that, before you got into it, do, what, did you really know much of a comedy scene? Because I didn't. Well, I never actually went out to see any gigs. I mean, I did, I did, I did stuff for, like, people that are, like, Highly respected. I never went out to actual like club stuff. The times that I did, I just never really took any notice of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just thought, you know, I'm not doing much else, so I thought I'd just do something that I like rather than just keep doing the same old, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, like stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I just thought I'd just crack on, do something interesting. Yeah. And whether yeah. people like me or not, I don't care. I'm still going to carry on doing it. Well, it's one of them, man. Like <laughs> fuck that. That doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I love it more when you go to a gig or something and people just look at you like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, you that, know it's funny. As long as you know it's funny, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that is good. I mean, like, obviously, there are some people who are so, like, um, who are so, like, Stupid one way thinking. Yeah, yeah. That they don't understand that the stuff that you do on that night could work somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. like, where somewhere, oh, this didn't work here. Well, we fucking work for some other people. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, it's not just for you. It's not like, comedy isn't what you define it. Comedy is, it's, it's not definable. Yeah, well, it isn't. It isn't because if you like it, then there's going to be, like, laws of average, there's going to be loads of other people that like it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I, yeah, get, yeah. I, I get that, but yeah. at the same time, if you, if you keep doing this, doing not the same certain stuff, yeah. and like no one, if, I, I know I'm being literally saying the opposite of what I just said, but like if you if you keep doing like 10 rooms or 15 rooms and you just get the same reaction, but it's a good idea, maybe it's just not well, that, that yeah. good material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it works some places and not other places, then you know, cool, but if it doesn't work anywhere, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, fuck yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Hollybush goes, are you going back to the Hollybush anytime soon? Uh, not for a while. Probably about next. I want to do it next month mm. because I want to do some new material, and that I'm only going yeah, to treat that. I've been using. I'm only going more. to treat that as a place of finding new material. Before I was just trying to find my feet and trying to find my voice on, yeah. and how and how yeah. I want to say things. When I started out, I was quite deadpan. Yeah, and I won't gain much luck out of it. But since I've been doing the same material but with more of a positive attitude. People seem to like gravitate to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether I'm right or wrong, but I feel more confident in myself doing it that way. I don't think I've seen you perform for a while. I think the last time I saw you was the more deadpan kind of stuff. I like deadpan personally, so yeah, yeah I'm down with deadpan. Mm. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean that the whole finding your voice thing. Like, it took me a while to be honest to try and figure out what I'm still figuring it out. I think we all are, but you know. Well, it, it, there is no time. There is no time. That's limit. the beautiful thing about so it. So exactly, yeah. you can you can take for as long as you want, mm-hmm. and you know it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if most people don't like get it. Obviously, you it's up to you to get it and how, and how you feel comfortable with it yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. It's one of them. It's like as long as you're doing your actual. It's like you said, as long as you're doing the kind of comedy that you like and you think you know what I mean. Like as long as you, oh, it's really corny. As long as you're true to yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> however corny that fucking sounds. Well, there are, I know I know people who, are, who aren't true to themselves who just want to do whatever. Trying to be what they think they need to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, I, and I've yeah. heard some people say things like, oh, I don't really care where I get as long as I get to, like, you know, Wembley and things like that. Yeah, that's not the point. Well, that's one, not... it's going to take you years to even get to that place, probably decades if need be, because it didn't take Michael McIntyre until, like, 15 years to get to that status. Yeah. I, I was reading up something about him from, like, a, someone from the Times, whatever. Like when he was doing the fringe, when he first started out in like the early two thousands, he was only doing it to like rooms with like just two people. Well, everyone, everyone has to start at that point at some point, don't they? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some people who don't. 
don't know whether it's like the age we live in or whatever, there are some people who just want instant gratification. Yeah. I and think they, want, they want that status immediately. Yeah. Otherwise, they just ain't going to get it. I think that's just kind of the world we live in nowadays, like, generally. Mm. Everyone wants that, like, it's like the whole outrage culture, you know, people do that because they want some kind of gratification because it's like, yeah, I'm right. Well, yeah, there is... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I do. There, there are certain levels of that, but I think... Because when, when people say things like, oh, it's outrage culture, oh, it's, oh, it's all PC culture, yeah, just, yeah. I don't think it's that bad as what people make out of it. I think most of it is due with like media outlets who are themselves trying to seek attention, yeah. and they stir up the thing, they stir up yeah, the situation, yeah. rather than actual, an actual, actual group of people. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Like I've always said that. It's always the people um, who want to be outraged on behalf of someone else. Like um, Recently, random... Um, example there was a guy from Love Island mm. I don't know uh, like a couple of months ago or something he got kicked off the last series because a picture went, got unearthed of him doing blackface right and he actually just went to a Halloween party dressed as Mr. T mm. so you know it kind of makes sense that he would be yeah, I, I don't, yeah, yeah. but anyway um, and the people that got pissed off about it was like well generally it seemed like the people that felt like they had to be pissed off about it were the ones who were pissed off not the actual people Generally, what like out of the people that I like that I spoke about it, no black people really gave a shit. It was generally the people that felt like they had to um, get pissed off on their account. Mm. So that's like you were saying about the media. Yeah, yeah, same kind of thing. You know, generally it's not the actual group that has been insulted. It's someone else bitching on their behalf. Pretend you know, like they're they're doing it as like. Oh yeah, but you're you're not. But I am. I'm trying to protect you. Yeah, and all exactly, that. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was a bad way to explain. But yeah, yeah. But there are some. Obviously, there would be some. If that is the case, I imagine there are some black people who would be offended by it. Just oh, simply, of course, there would be. Yeah, simply yeah. out of statistics and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um, yeah. you know, I don't think it's it's a bigger situation than what people make out of it. You know, it's not the end of the world. The he, it's not the end of the end of the world that he did that. But at the same time, it is a bit like, yeah, it probably weren't the greatest idea to oh, do no. that. <laughs> like, you know, personally, yeah, I would just, I don't really like fancy dress. So I would literally go as like just a sign saying I'm Jack or whatever. But like, <laughs> get but, like um, a box of cereal with a knife through it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Halloween. I love big Halloween. The best. Man. Having said that, though, I did dress up the one year at my old job at uh, Drea Manor. Because you used to work at Drayton Manor? I used to work at Drayton Manor wow. tour. I did six seasons there and uh, I, didn't, I didn't leave on the best terms. We'll leave that for another story. But basically, right, okay. um, <laughs> the Halloween stuff, uh, I went as... Because everyone was all dressed up all. was like, oh, I'm going to be like a study nurse. They Halloween be, stuff in They used Manor. to, but, they got, oh. but the one year we got uh, told that we'd be uh, disciplined. If, because obviously not the stuff that people are wearing, if they're, like, if they're working oh, near right. griddles and like frying stuff, it's like highly flammable stuff. Yeah. But that, you could, which yeah. I can see that to be fair, yeah. but we used to, we used to, it used to, it used to be a great laugh and obviously mm. there'd be some, I don't want to, uh, there'd be some people bringing in stuff as well, which I probably shouldn't have, like nah. in the back room and things like that, because it's Halloween, to party. Yeah. But anyway. It's um, not like you're operating big machines. No, exactly. <laughs> We're just working big griddles. But, um. We, yeah, we used to do it every every Halloween. That the one year I dressed up as Venom from Spider Man. That was like, that was such a hot suit as well. I mean, and I used to work in the old like Chicken Diner building. Oh right, Before okay. it got converted into the new one, so it was really close and contaminated. Like, contaminated. contaminated? <laughs> it weren't contaminated. Well, it was. But That's why it's a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like very uh, close proximity, and I was sweating my bollocks off. But the year after, I thought I'd do something different. So there's people dressing as like you know uh, jungle. Whatever, like uh, Jesse Je- Jesse Jungle, what's that from Tarzan? Whatever. Oh, Jess. I know you. 
Anyway, James, like James, 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 James. sorry, yeah, it's fucking Jesse. Jesse James, but, um, isn't that how you fucking know him, Yeah, he yeah. is. <laughs> uh, people dressed as a nurse and all that, but I came as a homeless person. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had like, the dirt on my face, like a little moustache, like tatty glasses and all that. I literally just go in like, and not even have to wash that day as well. It'd yeah. Be most chilling morning. Well, I didn't like... do that most days anyway. I was oh. about 19. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> nah, I used to... I, I loved it and I hated it working there. There was some great... I got some great memories from people I do occasionally talk to as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine it's one of those things like, you see someone like that, you think, oh, it'd be great to work there. And then you work there and it's like, oh, I'm here a bit too much now. You know, well, even when, even when I was twelve or thirteen, I never thought about working at a place that would well, be amazing. Other than like being like a footballer or like an astronaut or things like that, but I never thought working at a theme park would be amazing. Well, well couldn't imagine. Were you there when? Because um, didn't something happen to Drayton Man? And was that where there was a crash or something? No, that, that, you're on about the you're about the girl with the, was, the water ride. There's been a couple. There's been a couple. I I was there the one year. Oh yeah, yeah, the water ride. No, that was after, that was yeah. after my time. I was, no. The one year I was there was uh, what's the one with the where the, the spinning disc and it like goes up and down? I can't think now. Is it Maelstrom? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I like that. uh, someone had a heart attack there. And I think obviously that's their fault though. F- f- sorry, that, you, you can't blame the park for that though. You say no, no, and it. you know for liable reasons, I'm just going to say I don't know what happened. But yeah. um, <laughs> basically, I think the owner came and like tried to resuscitate him, but I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, it was, it was. That's so random. It is, yeah. Like, I don't know why if, the. If he's nearest one, though, and he knows CPR, I guess. But I don't that. think he was the nearest no. one. I think. I think he heard about it. Then, like, only walked like you know, 20, 30 feet. Just ran across the park on the monorail or something, mm. full speed. I'm there coming. is there is one room in the park where you can literally see everything from all. One room. From, literally, like one room from a high oh. up in the tower or something like that, where you can literally see everything that's going on from like, the, the junk from the zoo to like the uh, oh, opposite yeah. uh, parking zoo. parking bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, used to, yeah, I used to love Drayton Manor when I was young, and then I went to Alton Towers and I was like, yeah, I'm never going to Drayton Manor again. <laughs> I, never liked, I never liked rides. Really? I no. was never that big on rides. Then what? Oh, you would have hated it. I, 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 I did it when I was like 11 and 12, but I used to just think, this this just really hurts my neck. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, you, get, you go to rides at Drayton Manor, it really just like, rocks mm. your neck back and forth. The only ones that I do like is the uh, Dodgems, the bumper cars. Oh, yeah. That's literally the only one I, I yeah. like. I'll, I'll spend all day there if need be. I'm, I'm more like, I love spinning. Like Maelstrom, like you mentioned, I loved that. I loved um, the black revolver they used to have, the waltzes that were super fast. That, that was all right, actually. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. That was pretty good. But, um, my that... phone went flying out my pocket and it smashed on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the old phone as well. I thought I was really surprised. It must have been going at some speed. Yeah, like the old Nokia ones. You yeah, mean. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But no, it was good. Um, you got any interesting jobs you used to do or what? Or... Um, no, not really. My jobs have all been boring, man. I do... Um, for, for someone with my kind of vocal stuff, I've always done jobs where it was like on a phone or something like that. Yeah. Jobs where I had to talk my way into stuff, like um, I used to do collections and like, you know, talk people into paying money and all that kind of stuff with mm. sales and that. Yeah. My friend works for a place like that, but um, he went up to the fraud department. And so now he has to like, deal with people who are trying to be like shifty and all that. Oh, the fraud department? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. he's literally like there to go and say, I've, uh, I understand you've been trying to take a certain amount of uh, assets from us and things mm. like that. It's fun, man, because it's like being a little detective every day. You know, you get like a little half an hour of cases that you have to work out. I usually complaints as well, so. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've never done anything interesting like that. The only thing I did was over Christmas, I used to work for a council kitchen. Oh. I went there for like three days, and like the, the boss was like, she she relished in like being a horrible person. And like oh, she, one and of she, them. And she came up to me after, after every shift I went, have I, made you, have I made you hate me? And out of like, out of like sheer resilience, I went, no, not really. 
she want she wanted that thrill of like being hated. Oh, uh, she wanted. Oh, she was being yeah. a dick, and then she yeah, want, oh. and she wanted and she wanted clarification, like being a dick. So she was trying to be polite with me about her impoliteness. Sounds like my ex. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, a lot of exes, a lot of my exes were completely tapped. So, uh, completely tapped. Yeah. What's that mean? It's in like a. Uh, oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. I know it's like I know it's like the like correct terms. I do apologise for that. <laughs> but they were they were a bit uh, a bit full of their emotions, should I say? Yeah. 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 Um, that was oh, yeah. I meant to ask you as well about the switch radio stuff because I know you're doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm. So yeah, just tell everyone on the podcast for that as well. Uh, so switch, I know we talked about it before. Yeah, switch radio is basically a radio station in Castlevale where for three hours a week or more, if they need extra uh, cover, they give me permission to literally just do whatever I, I want. Um, in regards within Ofcom rules, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, play, play tunes, talk about stuff, and occasionally interview interesting people. Oh. So that's on Thursdays from 1 till 4 every weekday. How did you get that? Because I'm in, is it a digital one? Or? It's not. It's a, It's literally like a, a broadcast FM. Oh, it's literally, an actual FM one? It's the actual oh, FM station. Okay, like okay. You, know, you have to, you have to yeah. go into the station and do it live. What is it? Where is it? It's no, in a... Because I don't know. I just don't know how old FM... Like, yeah, yeah, it's in the number, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's in, yeah, it's yeah. in a Castle Vale. It's on a 107.5 FM. Oh, no. On a Tuesday, I think it's the Birmingham Steel, like Metal Show, right now. But um, no, yeah. it's good. I've, I've, I've interviewed some interesting people. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it when I was back at, back at uni. I did it from like uh, 2011 to about 2013. Took a few years off. I just wanted to focus on getting some money with another job that I had. Mm. But then I just came back into it last year. I imagine that helps a lot with the stand-up stuff because you're already comfortable on a microphone and that uh, you're comfortable recording yourself. You know? It helps with like thinking on your feet. Yeah. And like yeah, uh, yeah. when you we have to like give give like a, a witty retort or a witty reply back to people. Yeah. It yeah. helps with that. Just like keep going. But um, now nah, I, I love it. I recommend any, I recommend anybody doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of thing I was always. Well, that's the kind of thing I've been trying to do with this, like the whole talking to people and just presenting. So it's just fun. It's nice, freeing. I did an interview with, um, I don't know whether you're aware of a group called Imagination back in the 80s. Basically, it was a guy called Lee John. Mm. And like, uh, he's a very, 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 very flamboyant uh, personality. Very. Very. <laughs> and um, he would, I was into him for like half an hour and he would literally just talk and talk like as if it was like, to save his life, <laughs> I, to I, had, I did such so much research for it as well. I had about like 20, 30 questions I was going to ask him. I think I ended up asking him four. They're the best ones, though. Well, Can yeah, they? but like it's kind of annoying where for like ten minutes straight you hear a guy talking without any break whatsoever. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I was like, uh, well, that's it. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, Lee. I suppose yeah, you got a lot of um, talking out of him, but very few answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he literally he would name drop like so much stuff. Like you said, you say you used to know Grace's Grace Jones's daughter, and all this. So apparently that's a really big name. I don't know. I, I was yeah. <laughs> His manager actually gave me free tickets afterwards oh, to say that all, but uh, I didn't go because I actually had to get the Holly Bush. I'd rather have went. <laughs> I wanted to go to instead. <laughs> Oh, I love the Hollywood, but you turned it down for that. <laughs> I turned it down for that, yeah. It was in the Jazz House, which is a good place in a uh, jewelry quarter, but uh, yeah, I just couldn't yeah, recognise that place. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I used to work for a media company. I did some interview with. Um, do you remember oh, what they called now? The ones that did um, Pasadena on the left hand side. What are they called? Something Kids or something like that? Or Magical Youth. Uh, I've heard of Magical Youth. Yeah, I think it was Magical Youth. They came down. I wasn't the, like mate. I was just one of the people in there. Um, 
yeah, that was an interesting night. It wasn't any big story for me. It was just interesting. They were just interesting people. What did they do? That was interesting. Then they were just a bit, bit mad. Were a bit out they were, there. They were, just, they were just really super high and just really happy. Basically, <laughs> exactly what you'd imagine, man. To be fair, <laughs> like it was cube radio. I don't think it even does anything anymore. Sounds cool. Yeah, I, I, I know of cube radio. Is that from the magazine? Cube. Oh, I think it's a Q. No, Q. Q U B E. Oh, right, okay. If it was run by like a full on couch, or if you know, like, imagine like a big, huge, half cast guy who. Oh, really... right, God, how you doing, lad? How you doing, man? Yeah. Fully one of them. Oh, like, right, okay. <laughs> like, he was like, it seemed, if I described him, he would be a caricature. 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 That's the one, yeah. yeah. Did you see, um, did you go to Fringe this year? I didn't go to Fringe, no. No, same. Have you been before? I've never been before, but I know, I've known people before on comedy who went there before, so it was amazing. Yeah, so, I watched yeah, the shows yeah. like three or four in the morning and things like that. Because I didn't know that much about it, and you might be the same. And if you know, you've been doing it about a year as well. Like, apparently, there's like three thousand gigs a day there. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's absolutely mental. Like, it's not just like a small area; it's literally like yeah. the whole town of Edinburgh, maybe a little bit about on the outskirts of Scotland. And it goes on for quite a, like it goes on all weeks, all month. It goes on all month. Yeah. Oh fuck! Because I know it's finished now anyway. Mm. Yeah, did you see um, what the, what was voted the joke of the year on it? Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I mean, you know, fair play, people find that funny, but that ain't, that ain't my bag. Uh, I, I appreciate it completely. Like, mm. I, I'm surprised that that one won, but you never know the reaction, how they said it. You know. I heard somewhere that it was actually done in 2012. Like the really? same guy on Twitter or somebody else on Twitter, I'm not too oh, sure, yeah. had tweeted it out. The, the exact same joke, and people and like people were saying, "Well, how come a joke from seven years ago got like joke of the year?" Hell, that's seven years ago. Mm. Sorry, that's really yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I read um, as well. Someone put on saying, "I swear, I saw that in a Christmas cracker." I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't in a Christmas cracker. No, because yeah. uh, let me just do the joke again. Then, so, what was it? It was um, yeah. I keep randomly shouting, "Go broccoli and cauliflower." I think I might have florets. Yeah. I quite like that personally. Yeah, but it's 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 not. If you saw it on your phone, you would literally just like just yeah. chuckle to it a bit. You wouldn't burst out laughing. I'm not saying that every joke has to be an absolute killer. No, no. All no, I'm no. saying is that I I this personally not your kind of thing. I personally wouldn't have picked that as my joke. Of it's the a full-on pun, isn't it? That's sort of yeah. like a one-liner. Yeah. Like, but that's that's it. Like stories are different. Things. That's the only way that you're going to get the joke of the year if you just do a pun mm. or just do a play on words. Um. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, I find it hilarious that Tourette's charities were bitching about it the next day. I never saw that. I, honestly, um, some Tourette's charities said they demanded an um, apology about it. No. I love that. I love the sheer bitchiness of people. Uh, I is, that, is, that, is that genuine? Like, That's that, genuine, like, yeah. Right, yeah okay. genuine. Honestly, but, it was, yeah. I saw it on a BBC. I don't know how serious they were about it. You know, how much uh, that, they were again, really pushing. It just sounds like another story that is yeah. just like, you know... Uh, exaggerated just for like people just to, like get outraged and people to get like clicks and shit like that. That's, that's what yeah. that's what the age we live in now. But um, yeah, sadly. yeah. But I do I do love the fringe. I would I would love to go. I know I know a pe- I know some people in Glasgow where I'm living. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know why I said it like that. Sorry, but uh, I, I thought you were saying you were living there. No, I'm not living there. Oh, okay. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got friends who are living here who are living there. So uh, hopefully I can just crash on theirs next year or something. It sounds fucking expensive from what I've seen, which I don't blame them, obviously. If you've got that many people going, you're going to charge more. I think it costs like three grand just to enter a show. 
Well, it costs a lot of money just to like just to get your show like published into. Oh, your things. show, yeah, like, yeah. You, you need you need yeah. to have your show finished by. You need to have your show completed by March. Send people the script and then show them like what it is. Oh, I that's think, why the previews are all done like at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense now. But there are some people who are professionals who so all just literally do it like send their stuff in December and things like that. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Because you get people doing like what doing like whips at Christmas time and, and all that. Like Stuart Lee does. Um, I don't know. You don't know, you don't know who Stuart Lee is? No, should I? <laughs> He's bad. Yeah, you should, you should know that. I mean, it, it's like one? he's like the one of the grandfathers of like alternative comedy. Oh, okay. Well, I, he, well, he's in his fifties. I don't know if he's grandfather, but like he, he, he certainly was like one of one of the first post alternative comedians. Who are your like famous well, influences and stuff? Then well, t- there's a guy called Ted Ted Chipperton who basically started off what we think is comedy now. Whether he was that funny or not is is hmm. very questionable. In but, what he, sense? but basically, he was like a post alternative like comedian. He was like the very very first ones, and like the old whistle tests and things like that. I like original kind of like came up with like stand up. Well, he didn't he didn't come up with stand like, he didn't come up with stand up, but like he came up with like with like anti human trying to like make it make something out of it. Like some of his jokes would be things like uh, I was walking down the road the other day. Um, this bloke comes up to me and he goes, uh, tell us how far away the, tra- the, the train for the railway station is, mate. He goes, one mile. I said, one mile? He said, ah, one mile, roughly speaking. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's just things like that. He goes, um, okay. he goes, a friend of mine came up to me, he went, long time no see, Ted. He said, ah, oh, I haven't been away for a long time. <laughs> but basically, he was one of the first people to do be like the first post-alternative comedian yeah, yeah. Because obviously we see alternative com- comedy as like the mainstream comedy now but yeah, so and it has been for like 20 years or so. when you say that alternative comedy I just don't really get what, that, what you mean by that well, alternative comedians are people like you know Simon Munnery Josie Long Bridget Christie that kind of bag you know uh, Paul Foot. just more like experimental humour well not really experimental that, that's like a completely different thing like uh, who's that um, I don't know like the shit I just like fair enough honestly but I'm into my I'm into my history of it all mm. uh, I was trying to explain to someone who was a promoter the other, where we had a meal and uh, weather spoons I was trying to explain to him like the people that, who down was like yeah <laughs> essentially yeah but uh, what's the name like she plays a ukulele she talks about science that's more experimental talks about what she basically she's like a She's like a physicist, I think. Yeah. She does something within, like, you know, physics or whatever. It's not that woman who acts every now and then. Not the one from... Well, she was... She no, was, I don't think she's been not, in TV or anything. Oh, but, okay. uh, she basically, she plays with, like, a ukulele mm. and does routines about uh, the periodic table and things like that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, I can appreciate that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not one of these... I know I'm saying really, like, pretentious the way I'm talking, but, like... Uh, Comedy comes in all forms, whether it's mainstream, whether it's like proper experimental. Yeah, you can yeah, find exactly. you can find it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I hate when people say, "Oh, it's like art." We were doing, isn't it? When no, it's stand-up comedy. It was a complete. It's like art. It's you, like art. You hear people say things like, "Oh, I, I like your stuff." It's not really like stand-up comedy, is it? It's like oh. art. It's like no, it is stand-up comedy. Stand-up <laughs> yeah. comedy is a lot more. It's a uh, broad. Yeah, really, really broad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't even have to stand up to do stand up comedy. You can sit down, and it's still stand up comedy. Yeah, because I've seen loads of people yeah, sit yeah. down and just do stand up comedy. But I hate when people like try. It's like it's like snobbery when they're talking about it. Where it's like, oh, you're just so like whatever and all this, and it's like, no, not really. That's that's what I love about stand up comedy. It's literally so pure in the sense that it's just you getting off with what you think's funny and what you think's interesting, just talking. It's one of the only forms. It's, cool. it's one of the only forms of entertainment where people think they can do it. Yeah. 
Like you well, see, yeah. you see people in a band like whatever Arctic Monkeys. People say, "Oh, yeah. you must have so much bravery, like doing all that and doing like up on stage with loads of people, or like a musician, or like whatever, or like a dance, whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with some comedy, anyone can think of jokes. Where whether they're whether they're particularly yeah, funny yeah, or not, yeah. people can think of like the structure of a routine or that. Yeah, they. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. it's just they they look at it and they think it's just talking. But once you get on stage, you realise it's a whole different thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I first started out. I, my very first gig was in a place called uh, the Pub and Duckling, which isn't too far from around here, actually. No, oh, isn't that Solihull? It's in Solihull, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. But, back, but uh, it was hosted by a really nice guy called Matt Gupper, who, I, who oh, I, I, him, yeah. I was on a comedy course with him. But, the way, but the way, I don't know whether it was his fault or not, but I don't think it was his fault, to be fair. But the way the room was set up at first, he was literally like, doing two rooms, because like, there was one room like, through a doorway. Oh. For another. So my first gig I had to literally work with two rooms, Ooh. and that is literally my very, very first time actually doing stand up or anything like oh. that. I got some decent laughs, but uh, it's an I'm better now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like my first one. I remember um, I was so nervous. I got really drunk for it as well. Well, I, I didn't mean to. I was just on a lot later, which happens a lot. Whenever I go to a gig and I think I'm going to be on early, but I end up being late, I get more drunk than I mean to. <laughs> it always happens. Like that happened last time at the Hollybush that I mentioned to you. Yeah. It wasn't that bad or anything, but I, I knew I was more drunk, you know. Mm. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> being drunk. Don't be that. And we will be right back after the messages from our sponsors. There's not too many. There might be nudity. Introducing Riders Creed. The hottest new rock band taking England by storm. The West Midlands best kept secret is about to get out. Their debut album, Riders Creed, is available now on all good streaming services. information on upcoming events or to check out their merch visit www.riderscreed.co.uk that's www.riderscreed.co.uk the number one comedy open mic night in West Midlands. Every Thursday from 8 till late. All comics are welcome. Don't have a video of your act? Not only is that not a problem, but they will actually supply you your own. For further details or to book a slot, speak to Dave Francis, aka the Bushmaster. Details and links in the description. The jokes aren't cheap, but the alcohol sure is. There's only one thing to do. Come the bush, come come the bush shop. Come the bush, come come the bush shop. Come the bush, come come the bush shop. Without further ado, I will stop talking to you about advertisers now. I could stop feeling like a shell of a man and I will put you straight back to the In Your House comedy podcast. Take it away. I love you. Again, that. 
I can't remember what the point I was getting to. There was a point I was getting to in this guy, and it'll come back. And I'll Basically, back being drunk, which ironically kills your brain cells. Yeah, I'm a good example there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not that big of a drinker, generally, you know. <laughs> I, I never have a drink before I go on. I, I don't really get why people do it. Okay, and I, just, and I, I, I kind of get annoyed at people who say they get nervous. I mean, I mean, I do get a bit nervous, but you know, I just think I do just think to myself, like, what is going to happen to you? Like, is someone yeah, going yeah, yeah. to like choke you to death if like you don't do well? It's just one of them. And if you yeah. don't, if you don't do well one time, just do it again the other the next time and it's, kill it. I think it's just one of them. If you're someone that I, I can understand, like you know, if you just putting lots of thought into it that you build it up in your head do you mm. know what I mean and then you get nervous about that that's what, probably more me I get nervous about whether it's going to go down or well but at the same time I know that eh it doesn't mean that much well you know? if you want to make a living out of it you know yeah you, but still... you, you got you got to learn to like take to take the faults and not take the fouls yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. Like, I, I've bombed I've bombed several times but I've, I've killed I've killed probably just as much if mm. not a little bit more since I've changed up it's like I've heard a lot of comedians say that um you're especially good when you get to the point where you don't care if you bomb. If yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because even Just when you, even when you bomb and you get to a point, you can still get some laughs, and you can appreciate yeah. it as well. Yeah. Well, I always find that helps me, even though I'm just a fucking whatever guy. Like I've only been doing it for less than a year, but what I find yeah. whatever helps me is getting that first laugh out. Yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. that first yeah. decent laugh out. And then once you've done that. You can pretty much just calm yourself and then just relax and then just do yeah. what you want to do. So you want to start with something like decent, generally. Something that you know is dependable, something you know will get a laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start with a few one-liners now, even though... Even I've though started I, doing that now as Even well. though I'm not yeah. a one-liner comic. It's good, it just gets it in, people know you straight away and then they trust you a bit more for the rest of your set when yeah. you tell stories. It's, yeah, it's yeah. best to do, for me, if from my experience, I've done about two corny one-liners and then do lots of heavier stuff, and then just yeah. crack on with what I want to do routine-wise. And it sets the level as well a bit. Like, well... So if you, I don't know, do you do more blue comedy, or is it more... Uh, I can't it depends on the subject matter. Like, I've done, I've been doing recent stuff about my hometown, and all that. Um, is this your hometown? Birmingham? No, well, Birmingham is my hometown, but oh, I'm talking okay. about my, my, my certain sub-town, sub like Erdington. Oh, Erdington, okay. Yeah, I do things about that. Um... Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's blue. I just think like it's it's more. I can't think of the word I'm trying to say here, but basically, <laughs> it, it it's more like blunt. Yeah, blunt. Than, yeah. Than it is like fact. yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. matter of fact and like just ha- how people talk and like how people would would like. I suppose that's having the confidence in it as well, then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd say I'm confident. I'm confident in my so ability. You, you seem like a confident guy in general, anyway. Um. I can be, depending on what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think with radio stuff, I'm pretty confident. But other than that, I don't, I don't think I'm not the same as everybody else. I've still got demons in my head and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I just mean confident. Like, it's all about perception and it, you know. Mm. Everything is. That's what they say. Like, reality, I do. I do I think hate that reality is perception. But it's I've funny. got a pretty glum face. <laughs> like, <laughs> you do have a glum face. Like, <laughs> I, I've got a face which, like, which looks like as if I've always got a problem with someone. I don't think that puts people off. I might be so, a black cap as well, though. Well, that's only because I'm receding hair long. Oh, okay. But um, I think some people are put off with the idea that I'm just always, like, mundane and, like, a bit, a bit blunt. Yeah. I Personally, I always appreciated people like that. You know where you stand with them. Some of my best friends are people that are just blunt as fuck. Yeah. It's easier, you know. Well, Jimmy, it's much fucking easier, man. Well, that's my friends that get annoyed at me by being that blunt. Oh, no. So, yeah. you know. Um... 
What kind of stuff are you into other than that? Open a comedy and stuff anyway. Just what kind of shit? Some shit in me, man. What are you um, I've got I've, I've got a very sad hobby of collecting vinyl records. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that, that's not that sad of a hobby. Yeah. Um, worth a lot, man, from what I've seen. Well, you say that. But the other week, I, I sold some reissue uh, jazz records, which I thought I could get about at least 70 or 90 quid for. Mm. I ended up just getting 50. You know what, as soon as you said that, jazz records, and that, it just made sense. Looking at you, like, jazz records, that, that makes sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but uh, there, there was some stuff that I was into, but uh, I just thought, I ain't going to really listen to these as much as I listen to like, other stuff. So yeah. I thought I flog them out. But I tend, I tend to go to like, uh, like vinyl fairs and things like that. That's where you, that's where you get your use of the stuff that you really want nowadays. There are, there are some stuff around Birmingham where you can go for like ten pound a piece and just get some decent like uh, you know old old second hand stuff and mm. all that. But yeah, I've seen um, oh, what's that one? There's that one shop that's by like Lloyd's, isn't there? That's um, in town, Lloyd's. Yeah, um, you're not talking about the discovery, are you? It might be. It looks like a, it just looks like a proper vintage shop. Oh, oh. You want about the actual vintage clothing, as in clothing, you mean? Or? I think there's clothing, and you can get um, di- um, vinyls there as well. I'm trying to think what it's called. Is that where where the um, uh, where the tram goes up now, up from New Street Station? Not New Street, sorry. Um, yeah, New Street. Yeah, New Street goes up from there. I don't know. I'll find it. I can't. I can't tell you. Really talking no, about no. the the ones I really tend to go to nowadays are uh, Swordfish, which is near like the uh, courthouse, and uh, the Discovery, which is near the old uh, old O2. Academy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But those are those are the only two places in Birmingham I go. So there's a place in Coventry which, if I treat myself, there's like a place in like a stingy um, old market that I go to. Mm. Can't think for life what the name is. Probably <laughs> for the best for season a stingy old market. But um, <laughs> I guess the markets are shit. Are where you gonna get that kind of stuff from? You know, get a lot of bargain, which is like a decent one or something. Yeah, I got um, I got a great. There's a great album by uh, an artist called Carol King called Tapestry, I've heard and it's like it was in fantastic condition. The sleeve was a bit knackered, but I got it for five pound. And like to actually, and the way that, I, and the way that it sounded on my, on my record player, even though my record player is a bit shit, I need yeah. to get a new one. It sounded fantastic. That's the only thing, isn't it, with records and that? Isn't it that every time you play, they get damaged essentially? Not. Mm, it depends it's more. All that, isn't it? In a it depends more on the needle and yeah. like and and the record player that you use. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've got a thing called a Crossley, which ain't a great quality vinyl record player, mm. but I'm trying to save up to get a new one, but. Um, it depends how, how, how many times you play it. Yeah. Because yeah, I've got yeah. a, I've got a Kanye West uh, album called Late Registration, his second one, and Ugh. like you know, a big fan of Kanye. No, I'm not a big fan of Kanye. Well, not not, not at all. Like I I like that song he did before. Um, the old old one. I can't even remember what it's called now. You know, the one everyone knows. And I know the government and Mrs. A. I don't even know what it's called. The original one. Was it try and do the beat for us? Because I might be able to help you out. I should know this. Uh, hold on. Is it Jesus Walks? No, no. Oh, I was thinking of something the other day, it was in my head, which is why it's bothering me now. It's like not Gold Digger, is it? It might be Gold Digger, yeah. It's right. literally, that's what I'm saying, one of the old, old ones that everyone See, knows. See, I, I, I love old Kanye. Yeah. And to be fair, some of his new stuff is pretty good. I mean, I know, I think people don't like him because of what he's been saying recently I don't like, care in, about in politics. I still like listening to Michael Jackson's music. I, I, I was never a fan of Michael Jackson. Uh, I, ne- still, I, you know. I, ne- I never got it. The same with Queen. Like, mm. I, I can't stand Queen. Mm. But you like Queen in that, but you like Kanye. I, like, I love Kanye. <laughs> well, I, I love I love hip-hop, though. 
I love hip hop. I, I really yeah. do. Um, the old proper nineties American hip hop is more my kind of. But like the whole whole boom back style of like MOP and all that. I don't know what you say right now. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, nah, I, I love the whole. I love the old East Coast like nineties vibe from like you get oh, the, I think the, like, more West the whole boom back thing like you get in the like, the drum kick with with like groups like MOB MOP uh, people like Nas and all that. that. I'm not sure. Well, it's all like, things, it's all it? it's all before me anyway. Oh, okay. So yeah, <laughs> but um. um Nah, but uh, I was never, I was never that keen on Queen. Uh, I, I, I appreciate some of the songs. I, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, the way it was written, was fucking amazing. And the fact it was one person who wrote that, though, compared to like you know, see all these other songs written by like nine people. Yeah, but it, I'm a musician myself, so it bothers me when you have people writing songs. For yeah, me. no, I, I, I get that. Yeah. I appreciate that, but at the same time, it's like very few it doesn't it doesn't really matter who writes it if it's a good song or not i just think that it's just so it's a it's comedy a, though it's a bit i just always found you, it a bit corny you, that song though which one sorry a bohemian rap sort of oh yeah no i appreciate yeah. that i mm. appreciate that especially seeing as our generation grew up on it so it's always been there for us you mm. know so it's like yeah again you know but like there's very few people in the music na- um like in music nowadays that i actually appreciate like in mainstream i mean yeah like Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran's an awesome musician. Ed Sheeran's great. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's so, he writes all his stuff and like that good matter. songs. Uh, they're, they're not good songs. They are. I've, I've never, I've never appreciated a good song. I've never appreciated a song of his unless uh, the, the one that I do like recently called "Remember the Name." That's only got Eminem and Fifty Cent on it. Yeah. And I like them too. I, I like a lot of the artists I like more than I hate the artists I hate. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't stand Ed Sheeran. He, he just oh. uses pedals whenever he's up on stage. Yeah, but he's good. And he writes him himself. No, I, I really appreciate. I him. think I think his lyrics are really generic and bland. I think anyone could like do that. Yeah. And like apparently, didn't didn't like one of didn't copy like Bewitched with one of that Galway girl song. What was that? I'm 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 sure I'm, he. Might, I'm know. sure he. I'm sure he copied like See, the, I'm sure he copied either the bridge or the chorus from that Bewitched song. That it might. Um, that yeah. bothers me and stuff with music though. Like when people complain about using something that they had and make changing it around and making it you know like when people complain about exactly what you just said then yeah like that's what music is in my opinion you know it's evolving from what it was before to what it is now and everything's been done before you know but you could it, say that about you it, could probably look at any chord or any like repetition and just say it's kind of like this or that yeah but so, if it yeah but if it's just blatantly using it then i think that, then that's a problem i mean like yeah, blatantly it's like with yeah. pharrell and like robin thick when he used uh, the marvin gay song yeah yeah you know, um and, you know, no no more dancing, whatever. Yeah, like, and it was Eminem with Aerosmith, I think it was. Yeah, but I'll, I'll get hip hop is different though, because hip hop started off being like a remix samples, of being like that and yeah, using yeah. samples, so that is different. Whereas if you're actually just using like the same kind of chords as the way that, like, yeah. say, like, a, like the examples I give you, yeah. I think that's when it's a problem. No, okay, I, I agree with you there. If, you, if it's blatant and obvious, then mm. yeah. You can say that kind of thing, comedy too. Um, like, when they talk a lot like lately about like people stealing jokes and all that kind of thing, like Amy Schumer, people were bitching about that recently. Yeah. Um, I think there's just a lot towards, you know, the whole parallel thinking. Mm. If two different people like think the same thing, there's a good chance that they can come up with the same joke or the same kind yeah, of no, thing. Yeah, no, I do, I do agree. People don't appreciate that. No, I, I do agree. It, you, the idea of a routine can be the exact same. Yeah. But if you're using the same, I think it depends on how. Like, I don't really know that much about Amy Schumer, to be honest. Mm. Like, I know that she said some stuff which I have found funny, and some stuff which I haven't found that particularly oh, exactly. funny. She's not great. Well, I'm yeah, not a huge fan. I think she's like one of these people who just like 
uh, like, the, like a generic there's, comedian who's just one of, those people, one of those people you can just have in the background you know, yeah. like doing stuff like there's, there's too many female comedians nowadays who base their whole set around never join us yeah there, there are some there's a lot I, I'll, 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 I'll agree with you there are some but there are some other people who do other stuff besides oh, yeah, the yeah, of course. And, yeah. and, and they like take note and the things like that because there are mm. some brilliant even like on the circuit of the know there are some brilliant female comedians yeah yeah that, yeah that, or on, on a circuit that we know, like Mary Flanagan, Julie yeah. Brain, uh, Louise Lavelle, and things so, like that. Louise Lavelle? Yeah, Louise oh, Lavelle. I thought you were saying Lavelle is in Lavelle, don't you? Oh, no, <laughs> I, I can't imagine him being in drag. He can get the body for it. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now, but, um, when, with regards to that, is that the same as like blokes just doing knob gags, though? Yeah. Well, no, because I think it's a bit more... Um, see, I... It's what I would say. Generally in comedy, their audience is more guys, isn't it? Mm. Generally. Obviously not always. Like, I don't know, like 70, 30. And guys are terrible. We're fucking terrible. We like listening to girls talk about anything sexual. We're, yeah. we're whole species, so of course it works. I but, understand it completely. I but is, is that... Is the female comedian doing that just because she's trying to appease to the 70, 30 split in the audience? Yeah. Or is she doing that as a way to say, it's not all about you? We've got stuff like that as well. Uh, I don't think saying it's not all about you and then making jokes about sexual stuff, though, you know, saying it's not all about you, but then making sexual... I don't just mean talking about vagina, I mean, like, when they're talking about sex and stuff. Mm. They use a... Does someone use it a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know... I get it, I completely get it, because guys are terrible. I would do the same thing. Well, I... Well, I, I don't... I don't like, easily relatable things. Yeah, I don't like to do much about, about my cock, but the only fact is that I've got about circumcision. Huh? And that's the only thing that I talk about, but other than that, I was literally like... It's sort of like breaking the ice. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can yeah. do this stuff. Whether I want to or not, that's the point. But I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. But, um, nah. I'm not there, against you. There, I just there, there, are some, there are some female comedians who do use that. But I think there are some female comedians who, because obviously they get that and it's a good laugh, depending on how, it it, is, and yeah. depending on how it's structured. But there are some comedians who can just do what they want with it. Like, they can literally just carry on and doing what, what they want to talk about afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you, like you said, use it as a way to get in and break the ice and all that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it completely. It's just something that they always do. Um, sorry, it's just something that I've noticed a lot. Fair we're enough. Talk, we're talking about Amy Schumann. I mean, moment, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, there are, I mean, there are some female comedians who I don't particularly care for. I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> no, I'm going to say you don't but, need to yeah, do that. I, I, I'm going to be a dick like that. I'm just going to be a coward like it instead. <laughs> But um, you're going to be a coward. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to slag him off without saying a name. But there are some women who just do things. Oh, I can't find a bloke and whatever. And blah, blah. say the same about guys as well. Like yeah, there are some guys, like that. But yeah. it's been weird. But I've noticed that a lot of comedians on the circuit, right? They either don't have, they're not in a relationship, mm. or they don't want to. They do routines about that. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, it's very true. weird and out there to do routines about being in a relationship and being content with the person that yeah. you're with. <laughs> being happy. Yeah, being happy. <laughs> yeah, and like. But um, but I'm not. I'm. I'd say I'm more of like a glass half empty slash half full kind of guy. Yeah. I, 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 it depends how I'm feeling. I'll look at the glass. But um, I was going to say you said both sides of it. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, yeah. it was me trying to be full. Oh, but it, obviously, nice it fell back. It fell, fell. It fell on its ass. But anyway, Welcome to my life. Uh, but um, nah, it, it's a bit weird. Cause I'm always a bit miserable in like in my personality. But I'm trying. But I don't know whether that's coming across in my life because I'm quite all right with my life at the moment. Oh, in your life, I put yeah. in your life. But, but I'm trying, like, but I'm trying, like, um, when I'm up on stage, trying to be something different to how I am in my, in my life. But still the same, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, 
kind of. I, I think you should. On people, are, obviously, I'm at the same point as you still as well. Mm. But I just think, just like it's good to just be who you are on stage because then it's not something you have to force all the time. If you do it for like years and years, you know, you don't have to. Because I don't know about you, but I sometimes I'm just stressed out. And I'm like, ugh, I can't be asked to be all cheery and happy or whatever. Mm. And as long as I don't have to be on stage and I can just go and do what I'm doing then. Well, you if, you, if, you, force if you're like that on stage, then you are going to lose the audience, though, aren't you? It because if, you, if you're not if you're not working yourself up to try and do a decent performance... Oh, yeah, you've got to work up, but... Yeah. I mean, just like you don't, like, if you're a positive person, be positive on stage. If you're not, don't be on stage. You know, just be yourself. Well, yeah, but, but it depends it's like how, how gloomy you're going to be, because I've seen people who are so gloomy that literally just don't do well at all. And I've seen oh, yeah, that's pe- why God invented alcohol, though. It's fine. <laughs> so. For the audience or for the act? Both. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but I've seen people who do want to... See, that, that whole idea about doing things, they, talking about things they want to talk about, it's very limited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen yeah. people talk about God and talk about the Republican Party in America, oh, and, okay. it, and it just does not work at all. God is always a good one. I love talking about God. Yeah, uh, are oh. you are you a believer or not? <laughs> no. 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 No, that's fine. I'm not <laughs> Sorry, offended. Sorry, my bad. No. The way, no. The, the way I see it, right, with I, God... I, let uh, me make my point after as well, because yeah. I, I was going to say, I've always had the same opinion. Any organised religion, anything like that, I don't believe in it at all. Mm. I have my own opinion of God. Yeah. I have my own opinion of God, but it's way different than like organised religions. Go on. That's what I wanted to say. All I say is that, is that if there is a God, my theory is, why not? Edgy bets. What have you got to lose? If you win, you get eternal happiness, eternal life with all your loved ones and all that. And if you don't win, mm. then you get eternal blackness. That's a bit racist. No, no well, you're not. <laughs> you're eternal, eternal darkness, then yeah. I should say. But um, but that, that that's my thing. Though. But I, I do agree. I'm, I'm a man of God. I'm not a man of church. That's how I say it. Okay. And so, I but that more. But what I hate about atheists is when they say things like, come on, join our side, you know, nothing means nothing anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, everything's black, everything's bleak. Just accept that there is no answer to life, you know, there is no greater meaning. Just fuck it all off. That's, that's, what, that's what I don't like. Because I've tried atheism like that, yeah. and it just does not work but for me. Atheism isn't really something you can try, though. It's just either you don't believe or you believe. Well, that, that's what I mean. But I, grey areas, but I, but I don't I, believe, but I do believe. I'm not saying that I was once lost, but now I'm found. Yeah, but yeah. all I'm saying is, is that that little bit of faith with some people, it gets them through their lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and definitely. definitely. And where, as long as you're keeping it to yourself and not like yeah. putting yeah, it out yeah, to yeah, other yeah, people... Yeah. That's when it gets a problem. No, I agree with that completely. The, the one lovely thing about religion is the um, ethical side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they're the loveliest people you'll ever meet. Obviously, obviously, you can, obviously, you can get ethics from everything else, like from a lot of society, from culture and all that, but some mm. people rely on religion for that, and that's fine, as long as they're not like jeopardising other people's lives. Yeah, but it's just and the, argument, the rules. Yeah. The rules are... No offence, but the rules are dumb. Yeah, but you don't, have to, like, you don't have to obey the rules if you don't want to. That, that's the whole point. So you don't believe in... The Bible. And the whole point of the Bible is to like just be a guiding point, and it's where, it's not it's not a strict policy of rules. Whether like you agree with Catholicism or anything like that, yeah. the whole idea of the Bible is that it's just to help to guide you. Like it's, it's just like moral stories. Like, so it should like, be, yeah. yeah. You no, know, it's like it's like the way the way that I because I have read the Bible. But my old boss at work gave me a Bible, and I've read a few extracts really? of it. Yeah. And from what I've gathered from it is that. It's help, it helps you guide you to, for your interpretation of what you think 
yeah. God is what a deity is. It's not a thing to say, you have to do this or you have to do that. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, but some people get it twisted. But some people think that they get holier than thou, and think that they have the word of God, which is wrong. I'm not saying it's sacrilegious or anything, but I'm just saying that if you're the kind of person yeah, who does should. that, yeah. then there is something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is one of them. I think it really bothers me when I see people live like following all these rules that I just think it just 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 no weight behind them. I mean, as far as the Bible goes, when you look in the history of it, yeah. I don't want to. Mm. I, 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 just, I don't want to be a dick and go into it because you believe. No, it, no. I, well, well, you can do it. I'm, I'm not offended. I'm not. Okay, I'm, I'm not a Christian who gets offended by anything yeah. like that. Okay. So, but but what, the only thing that I hate is it's actually in comedy. Actually, mm. is I hate when you hear some comedians who just say like the most hackiest lines imaginable about religion, mm. and then they think they can get a good laugh at it. Like there's one guy. I don't, I don't know do if that at all. I don't know if you've ever watched a guy called Norm Macdonald. I love. He's, he's one of my favourite. He's one of I my favourites as well. I love Norm Macdonald, but yeah. he he's a he's a Christian as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on a thing called. It's on YouTube. If anyone is, is watching, watch but like, it's basically there was this guy called Harrison Greenbaum hmm. who was talking about religion. How it's like Harry Potter. And he was doing like some of the most like ridiculous like cheap generic laughs you could possibly get. Like he mm. said, one of his lines was like, um, you know, one book is about a man who sacrificed himself for the for the great of the world, and the other one is about the Bible. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, but the way that he, but the way that Norman, I, I don't have a joke at all that talks about religion being the, the real life Game of Thrones. No, nothing not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know that. No, no, but fine, way, fine, I appreciate but, but, that. But, but, there is, but there is a point one back to make, though, because uh, no, J.K. Cool. Rowling is a devout Christian. Really? Yeah, she is. Oh, like, okay. like, And she said, this is what the point that Norman Darnell said to the guy, is that I don't think, if you're going to do, do a joke about religion, you should know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, I have seen and he that, said yeah. that she's a devout Christian, and one of the things that she said about uh, Harry Potter was that if you are a reader of the Bible, he could easily guess the ending of, of the series. Oh, and so that and so, and so that's why he was like, you know, what the what the yeah, hell are you yeah. talking about? No, mate, I, I completely appreciate that. Yeah, mm. I love Norm Macdonald in general, though. He's fantastic. He's did you see him do? Um, I can't remember who it was, but the one roast he did, and they told Bob him, Saget. Yeah, Bob Saget. Yeah, when yeah. they told him to be as um, what was it like? As uh, what's the word I'm looking for? As shocking as possible yeah so he went up there <laughs> the holy h yeah. that's it bob what the h is that for? Went, i took him to a ball game and bob came with a double barrel shotgun i said bob what the h is that for he said because we're going to watch the tigers versus the bears <laughs> <laughs> and then what's his name from a uh, opian james from america he went uh he he, he he was a comedian and yet he was so he, he was so stupid. I think his name's Opie. Uh, uh, Opie and Anthony Opie show. Opie Anthony show, yeah. 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 But basically, the guy was like, I don't know what was up with him, whether he was just doing it for his persona on stage or whatever, but he was so stupid. He didn't get the, that Norm was trying to purposely not be funny. He went, Norm, God bless you. Watching your set was like uh, Hen Henry Fonda picking blueberries. And Norm, oh, yeah, and Norm yeah. literally <laughs> came back with the best reply yeah. ever. And he said, well, I don't... I don't know anyone here in here who wouldn't love to watch Henry Fonda pick blueberries. <laughs> he's, just, he, he's just one of those people with anything he says is hilarious. His voice is just perfect. Have you ever watched him do the uh, muff routine on uh, Conan O'Brien? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually nicked that. Cause I, went, I was on a holiday in uh, Mallorca and I nicked that. And I purposely told that story to my nan and granddad and I bored <laughs> for five minutes with the cheap <laughs> ending. I won't, I won't spoil the ending for anyone who, is, who does yeah. want to watch it. 
but I recommend anybody to watch it and they literally hated me for doing it. Oh, I literally just, I I literally just <laughs> drawn out the story for so long for them. It's just the story doesn't really end anyway, isn't it? From what I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love watching him on Conan and Brian in general. I love Conan as well, so I love watching him two together. Yeah, he's one of the only few talk show hosts that I do like yeah. Conan and Brian. He's an actual stand-up as well. Yeah, he is, he, he is. He's been doing it a lot more over the past couple of years as well, like doing stand-up shows. Mm, no, I think because his, his show over in America has been cut down to half an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think he, he gets to do whatever he likes now. Yeah, he started his podcast as well, which is one of my favourite podcasts. Though. Mm. Have you listened to it? I've listened to a few episodes of it. It's yeah. all right. I prefer, um, I don't know whether you can call it a podcast, but it's a great podcast about politics called uh, The Majority Report with Sam Cedar. That's excellent. Mm. Uh, I listen to Joe Rogan as well, but only yeah. if it's a good, only if it's a guest that I do like. Yeah, it's been on for a couple. Well, no, no, it's been on, sorry, but I mean, it's just haven't been anything interesting for a couple of weeks on there. I find there's one with uh, Bernie Sanders that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, but to me, it's been to me. Fair enough. It's America, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but uh, now well, I'm very much interested in politics and American politics as well. It's just that particular guy. I'm like, no one's gonna beat Trump. Sadly, it's just there's not really much point. Trump's gonna win again. Mm, I reckon. You see, it depends on who the Democrats put up, because they put if they put up another bland centrist like you know establishment figure like Hillary they Clinton, general. which they could do with Joe Biden, then they will definitely lose. Mm. They need to they need to be bold. They need to stop being so pussy whip because they have, they have yeah. been they have been so soft for like the last 16, 17 years. They need someone who's a character like Trump because that's because of how he goes. It's essentially just a I don't think, contest now. I don't think they need a particular character like Oprah Winfrey or anything like that. I think they need, I think they need someone who has been doing politics for a certain amount of time, who knows what they're talking about, and who can who can galvanise people. Yeah. Because if you look at the comments of that Bernie Sanders. Uh, podcast with mm. Joe Rogan the amount of comments of people saying like I've been duped by like you know the mainstream media actually listen to what Bernie said actually makes sense yeah that seems to happen most of the time when mm. it, you see that happen over here it's, like, it's weird because you watch stuff in America and they talk about like so I've seen on like Joe Rogan they've talked about stuff to do with Britain and I'm like I didn't know that and look into it and it's hard to find that particular news about Britain yeah yeah it's weird. It's but weird. It's, it's probably it's, the same for them as well. I mean, it's weird, like you know, like you, you, you search things online and like they, they they curtail. There's not actually like what should be searched for. It's like things that curtail to your personality and things like that. Oh yeah. But yeah. say if you put up politics, if you if you was a left winger and you posted up politics yeah. and like that, you would literally just get like left wing like publication yeah. things like that. I don't understand like the whole left wing and right wing thing. It seems weird to me that someone can say I'm left wing, I'm right wing. Like, well, they it should well, be in the middle, really. Well, no, it's, it's mm, no, there shouldn't be in the middle because it's like areas, it's black areas, well, you know, there's grey areas. Well, obviously, there's a spectrum of things like you know, do you, do you support like you know, fair taxation? Do you support like you know, universal health? Healthcare right for everybody. Do you support mm. like you know good roads and things like that? That would make you a socialist. Whereas you yeah. believe in like private land and like you know um, low, low taxes for like you know yeah, you earn yeah. a certain amount. That would make but you. But then the think. people over there though, like which I'm guessing is left wing, would be the more progressive people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're the ones that most of that stuff I agree with. Like yeah, we need to do stuff like that and that. Like it's the right way to do things. But then it's like they're also the people that are getting super PC. So I don't agree with that. Well, no, I mean, there, there, there are some people on that, but you are, I've got some people on the right who do do the same yeah. things as well, yeah. like accusing yeah. people of being like anti-Semitic because they don't support Israel and things like that. Whether, like, admittedly, as a Christian, I don't, I hate identity politics, but as a Christian, like, you get some people on like the, the religious right who will say things like, you know, um, 
as an example, SpongeBob SquarePants, you know, support uh, purports homosexuality and oh, whatever yeah. and things like that. So it, it is. Catholicism's okay with um, homosexuality now, isn't it? Like the Pope and that. Yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. they know they were dying out, so they had to either that's a change or like die out. And yeah. he, he knew exactly what he did. Like he said as well that atheists can get into heaven, really? whether they care about that or not. But um, you know. That's weird because then doesn't that essentially says don't worry about you know following the rules because people that don't even believe in the rules can get in. But obviously, obviously Christianity has got so many lots of subsections and things like yeah, that anyway. Yeah. So um, oh, some yeah. of them are ridiculous. Like um, I've seen Mormonism. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that the gold tablet one? Or is it uh, of, um... are you on about Scientology? No, not Scientology. There's, cause there's Mormonism. The two weird ones I'm thinking of well, Scientology too. But you're about Jehovah's. That's, I'm thinking of Jehovah. No, it is Mormonism. Yeah. Because it's Jehovah's, I was thinking was the other one. Yeah, Mormonism, where they read like the gold tablets in the hat that only um, Patrick Smith, or whatever his name was. John Smith. Be. John Smith, was it? Yeah, not, not the uh, brewer, the uh, the actual. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it, the whole thing is ridiculous. There's a brilliant, uh, obviously, that show all about Mormon, all about Mormons from uh, Trey really? Parker and Matt Stone. That's fantastic. I don't know. I haven't even watched a few bits of it online, but uh, from what I've watched, I loved it. Well, you want about the South Park one? Or? No, 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 they wrote a musical, didn't they? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the one Tony Awards for it. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, fucking hell, mate. I, <laughs> I don't keep up on, on current events. Well, it was six years well, ago. So. Oh, okay, well, yeah. you <laughs> You're a football person. Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah, who yeah. do you support? I'm a Birmingham City fan. Hmm. Mm. I'm not a football person at all. Fair enough. <laughs> what we brought up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, no, no the, the reason was, I saw something yesterday that I thought you might appreciate if you're a football fan. Right. Uh, you know King Jong-il? Yeah. The old, that's the old one, isn't it? Yeah, Kim yeah. Jong-un is a current No, Kim Jong-un, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Kim Jong-un, um, you know when they had the um, World Cup not that long ago? And they yeah. had North Korea in it? Mm. Um, people were like saying how strange it was that there was so many North Korean fans in the arena. Yeah. We went to a place in Portugal, I think. Um, and yeah, because the weird thing about that was, is because people in North Korea are not allowed to leave the country. Mm. So they were like, who the hell are all these people? And then they got let out, like, afterwards, that they hired ridiculous amounts of Chinese actors to yeah. go and be North Korean people. I don't, I don't know if that was the last one, because I don't, I don't think I don't North know. Korea were in, but I think they were in the, they were in the, one, the, year bef- the one before in Brazil. Yeah, where was it last year? It was in Russia. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, yeah, apparently they uh, they only show the one goal because obviously they play Brazil in the in the group game in the group mm. stage. This was against um, Portugal, what I saw because that's where Ronaldo's in there, Cristiano Ronaldo, mm, mm. Portugal, I mean. Yeah, he's Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, like, yeah but yeah, they, I remember from 2014 in Brazil where they beat them four-one, but North Koreans only showed the one goal. Really? So it made it look as if they won the World Cup final. Well, in fact, they just got completely destroyed in the uh, group stage by, you know, yeah, an established uh, footballing nation. That doesn't surprise me at all, to be honest yeah. with you, not even in the slightest. I was reading, um, what was the other thing I read? I, I watched some weird documentary yesterday on um, North Korea, mm. and another thing they were on about was, oh, what was it now? Yeah, Kim Jong-un, the older one, um, sorry, Kim Jong-il, the older one. Yeah. Um, he had, he was quite a short guy in general, and he hated other short people. Mm. And what they did, they told their, um, they announced it, you know, on um, the news and that, um, on the state run news, that they developed a cure for shortness. Yeah. So they said, anyone under this height, you know, come here on this day and we'll sort you all out, we'll give you this cure and you'll grow. And what actually happened was, they came and anyone that was four feet or below, they took prisoner 
and they shipped them off to this island to be um you know just be on this island in um in a village on their own just like off on their own on this island right and not even that just to make sure that they couldn't reproduce he sterilized them all Jesus so Christ. he created a sterilized island of dwarfs that's how they described it observations well, that's that's a lot to take in. <laughs> I hope you're not starting off with that in your next set. Or whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I just thought last night I was like, "Fucking hell, the crazy enough." Are you asking what I think of that? Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think it's wrong. Uh, you know, I, I don't, don't know if it's still going on. Don't uh, get me wrong. Well, I don't. I don't. It is going on because they're all sterilised, and so I imagine most of them are dead. Well, no, this wasn't that long ago. Oh right, okay. it wasn't that long ago. This was like, he only died like about, I don't know, probably like less than 10 years ago, mm. I'd say. And it was near the end of his thing, so probably early 2000s, something like that. Christ. It's shocking, isn't it, though? Yeah, I thought they were just like absolute lunatics. I mean, I know, I know they do like life hangings and, and all that, and like, yeah, yeah. they send people to, to work in farms for 50 years. So, I know, I know they're always a backwards country. People got killed by weird shit, man. Like, it's so, like, they built their own, um, fake village on the border by uh, South Korea to try and entice South Koreans to defect. Yeah. They would, they would never do. We don't know but why, I think, would they? But I do, I do, it's a bit weird because I was reading up on like a poll about like South Koreans, it was about like six months ago or something like that, mm. and they said that the majority of them would want to have like good relations with North Korea. Have, you, have, yeah. you have to remember like, it's only, it's recently, it's only like in diplomatic terms, like the North and South divide has only been like fairly recent like only about 50 60 years really? they used to be a united nation before like obviously the korean war and like you know uh, the war with japan and china and things yeah. like that i assume the sorry just the japanese not the chinese um but um yeah so a lot of them do want good relations because there must be like family connections between them oh yeah there has to be, yeah they have to be and like they um yeah because there's so many people they've kidnapped as well they took over there and then brought back as well well i know that kim jong-il uh he he kidnaps the a famous I can't remember his name. He, he kidnapped yeah. a film a film director in South Korea to or and he ordered him to make him a film. A couple of films. A couple of films yeah, about, about, about how great Kim Jong Il about he and, and the proper Godzilla as well. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. And but, then um, he only got away apparently because he um, escaped to to USA in some film festival. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently a lot of the North Korean football players at that World Cup escaped after oh, the really? tournament. They literally just like I think they. I think they seek the asylum in like Ecuador or something mm-hmm. like that. I didn't even think about that concept. The day would be sitting as well. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Well, I think they did as well because I think I mean I'm not I am into football, but not but obviously with Blues and all that. But not I don't know much about the history of it. Yeah. Obviously, but um, I think in 1966, I think they were in the World Cup there as well, like the North Koreans. And I yeah. think and I think they uh they seek asylum somewhere as well. I think it might have been somewhere daft like Cameroon or whatever. I don't know whether right. that's just complete bollocks. I'm no. I remember watching it in 1966. Yeah. It was in England. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I should know that, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. literally. You're, <laughs> I know only, they won, you're the only person in England who didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a football man. I don't understand the concept Fair of watching is. 22 people or whatever kick a ball around, and most of the time it's nil nil. I think the emotion. Blues are my team if I'm going to pick any. Mm, fair play to you. So you're, yeah. not, you're not completely stupid. I'm not, completely stupid. <laughs> I'm not saying you were before, I'm just. Oh, we were. No, I, I enjoy it. Um, you know, I think I think I think there's way too much money involved. If oh, I, yeah, yeah. if I were if I was getting into football now, I was supporting like Bromsgrove Rovers or like Starbridge or things like that. Um, but on regards to when people say that, I don't like it when people 
stick their nose up on it because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's all like either it's it, well it is it is snobbery but um it depends how you do I suppose but anyway what I like about it is like the sheer thrill you get for certain moments yeah. like there's one of my favourite yeah, yeah. moments one of my favourite moments in football besides Blues winning the uh, Carling Cup in 2011 was the game in two fat yeah, we did. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> Something of worth as well. Wow. But uh, the only thing, that, one of the things, one of my happiest memories of being a football fan was watching Blues score an equalising goal against Villa at their own backyard. In like, the, in like the 90th minute where Stern John scores from like a tapping and like the Blues go absolutely mental. We were 2-0 down and we come back with two goals. Like, you know, but that, that sheer joy of just watching something, yeah. someone accomplish I, I, things like that, that is why I love football. I appreciate, sport in particular. I appreciate the derbies like that because I know a few people that love Villa so whenever Blues beat them, I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to be a Blues fan today. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <Dickhead>. <laughs> I once took my friend who's a massive Villa fan to a game hmm. at Blues. Because oh. uh, I had a friend who couldn't go over for whatever reason. I think he was hungover or something like that. <laughs> so I told my other friend, and he's a Villa fan, but, he, he, but his missus was out. So he was like, oh yeah, get your mate, I'll just come along, whatever. And we played uh, Bristol City. We won 2-1 eventually, but Bristol City scored their goal in the first 30 seconds. Oh, wow. And so we literally... So the first home game of the season as well, the 17-18 season. And my friend, he did everything he could to not laugh his bollocks off. We were literally, in the, oh, course, we, was, yeah. we was literally like in, in the main stand, yeah. and he was just literally just pissing himself like that, and just holding his face like that. And I was just like, "Fuck me, this is just so typical." Me you bringing him along. We won in the end. Oh, still. So we've got some, we've got some Gardner and uh, Magoma, but yeah, Jesus Christ, like just that, that, that just literally just that just. Epitomised being a Blues fan, that <laughs> taking my Villa fan and getting like, the first disappointment in that, in that quickly. It'd be like because um, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Mm. That's my sport. Sport, isn't it? Soap. Um, but um, yeah, it's like I imagine if I take like one of my good friends who's not a wrestling fan, take them down, and then the first thing they see is I don't know, fucking. What's been really stupid that's happened in wrestling lately? Um, there, there was like recently for example there was a guy walking out who was supposed to be dead who resurrected and he had do you remember the Undertaker had druids back in the day mm. remember any of that um, that but it was people dressed up with giant penises walking out holding a penis coffin and then he pops out of it <laughs> Jerry Ryan yeah <laughs> it'd be like that anyway fair play yeah. mate I, I was never that keen even as a kid really I remember there was one guy who did a move called Sokotoa and like he literally would just get a sock out and literally just jam it down people's throats. No, no, no. no. It's called the Mandible Claw right. by Mick Foley, and it was Mr. Sucker. Mr. Sucker. Mr. Sucker. I thought it was Sucker Toa. No. Because it is based on like the, that that equation in maths, isn't it? What? Just the term Sucker Toa. No, this is. It was Mr. Sucker. Oh, no, right. Okay. He didn't even use it. They um, that that, that move's come back again lately because there's some really scary guy who uses it now. No. It's like a freaky ass thing where it looks like oh, it's mental. Walks to the ring with um his old severed head like that he had built and looked like crazy with like his mouth stretched open his eyes sewn shut. Well, you know it's fake then. So uh, so. Well, yeah, but every oh, film you watch is fake. Yeah, but the story yeah. within the film mm. is not fake though, is it? Yeah, how it was written. Yeah, but yeah, but it was written. But the the characters don't know that it's fake, whereas the wrestlers would know that it's fake. Well, like well, it, the actors it, know that it's fake though. Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, but the idea of like getting their head out and like trying to intimidate people, like as an audience member, I'd be like, you just carry around a fucking prosthetic head. What the, 
this is one of the few times this is one of the few times when it actually worked very well normally I agree normally you're like oh, what the fuck is that yeah but the rest of the time getting good lately again reason. I watched it last night I was like this is actually really fucking good again there was a thing on from uh, John Oliver a few weeks back yeah, when it was yeah. talking about wrestling yeah. Like how like the physical damage that some of these wrestlers do for like a small amount of pay for. Oh it. yeah, like, Vince, Mc... Vince McMahon is an absolute monster. Oh he is, he <laughs> like... is. He's a prick. Yeah, he really is. Like um, yeah, like he doesn't pay for their travel. He doesn't. They don't get healthcare for it. Considering mm. what they do, and they're literally driving themselves show to show. They work about five shows a week, mm. and they're having to drive in cars to all of these. No pay for any of it. It's just fucking just so mad like, how people can just get away with it. It's only nothing of it. It's only been brought up now because there's a new company that's been brought up finally because WWE's been shit for a while, realistically. Mm. And there's a new company now run by um, the guy who... Do you know Mr. something Khan, the guy who owns Tottenham? Tottenham Football Club? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. His son has started a wrestling company. Mm. Um, obviously got like, billions of dollars. And now because of that, they're offering like travel, they're offering... Um, Medical care, so now do we having to do it? So, yeah. going, it's as going they should have done to begin with, as they like. should have done always, yeah, yeah. See, it's just so weird how like people can just get away with it and just think nothing of it. Yeah, you watching? Um, do you watch any like programs or anything? You been watching anything decent lately? I watch, I watch TV. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a box set, anything like that, you know. Oh, uh, or, or anything, you know. Uh, well, Last box, last box set. I think I watched all the way through. Was probably the Sopranos. I watched that every now and again. Oh, I love the Sopranos. I think it's probably, next to the Wire. I think it's the best TV show ever made. Uh, comedy I wise, never watched either, to be honest, you, you know. never watched either. No, I, I recommend you watch either okay. straight away. The Sopranos is just quite old, isn't it? Don't know. Yeah, it is old. It finished in yeah. two thousand seven. Yeah, I'm a bit. Well, that's not that bad actually. In that case, mm. I thought it was older than that. If it started like in the late nineties, ninety eight, ninety nine, if it ended in two thousand seven, The Wire is probably the best TV show ever made. Really? Except for like maybe the last series, which is a bit like. Mm. Which one is that again? Now that's the one with like the drugs in Baltimore between the cops and the, like the yeah. criminals and the gangs and all that. That's the thing. I think it is. I'm not that into like the gangy kind of stuff. But everything's kind of going that but way it's, now. It, but it's not. It's not as that as much as that as you think. Like, it's not like some of the Anarchy Gang. No, no, nothing like oh, that. Okay. They, they have like the characters are very like complex. Like they mm. have like different issues. Like the one, the one stick-up man, Omar Little, who Barack Obama says his favorite fictional character in anything, books, TV, film, etc. He, he's a stick-up man, basically the, the guy who goes around gangs and like taking drugs off of himself and for himself, oh, okay. sells them back to them. That's dangerous okay. yeah exactly yeah. But, yeah. but he's a he's a homosexual who's into like Greek mythology but the actor would he no the, the character oh okay, so, okay. I know. love Greek mythology in that myself well yeah, yeah. Like, he talks about Ares and like you know America whatever like, but it's just so weird as you see even like some of the uh, corner boys the people are like just basically stand on the corner and like sell oh, the drugs yeah, and yeah. start just saying things like that he was talking about how uh, Andrew like, uh, not Andrew but Hamilton from American like politics, like how you have oh. no president, but basically help like, like the constitution. Yeah, it's like how the fuck is a sixteen-year-old kid from like Baltimore supposed to know that? That's where John Hancock comes as well from. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I say that most people are like, what? But now, but the wire is fantastic, and I think that mm. is probably my favourite TV show ever. I am looking at the moment. I've, the program I'm watching is about to finish. So I'm looking for something else to watch. Now. What's that? Um, uh, the boys. Have you seen that? The new one. Is that a Netflix show? No, it's um Amazon. Right. It's a new one though. I've only got Netflix. Oh, I, I, I use Showbox. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean a lot of streaming services, but I use Netflix because they, they have a lot of stuff that are already on there anyway. Yeah, they, they have, Netflix is a fucking king nowadays anyway. Yeah. Like, 
um, Eddie Murphy's got some new specials coming out on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Like, and, and Bill Burr, and I think Norman McDonald's got that. Talking about Norman McDonald, I think he's got either. either show. It's either that's coming back or mm. they're doing. He's doing another special for him. I hope he does another one. He's like. Um, tell you who else I'd love to see do a special. Who is actually a huge football, England football fan himself, Bobby Lee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see him do a special. Because he hadn't done any, like, from what I've seen. No, he ain't, he ain't done much. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try watch James. I love James Acasters, but I'll try watching some yeah. of his. They're, they're pretty good. Uh, but there are just some. Didn't he sign at the bushes? Well, I didn't know that. No, you're thinking of um, what's his name, Joe Lysett. I am. I am. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Yeah, he, he started off at the bush reading poems and like yeah. being accompanied by his mum, didn't he? Did he? He did, yeah. Oh, well, okay. if, if, if you watch an interview with uh, Dave Francis on, online, I can't remember who it was with. Hmm. But yeah, um, Joe Lysett doing a. Uh, he used to go to Warwick, didn't he? And, he, and he's got an office based in Birmingham near um, Arcadium. Oh, like, okay. that's, that's, that's where he works. Oh, Lots okay. of write, write some of his stuff. Still now? Still now, yeah. Oh, I didn't I, even realise he was a proper plumber. I don't know if he's moved, but I, I, yeah. I don't know if he's a proper plumber. I think he's from Warwick. But I think he, Midlands, though, isn't it, But I think he claims, like, brummy status yeah, yeah. from that, which it's is fine. It's because we're awesome. Yeah. Why would you not? To be honest, like, anyone from Dudley or Wolverhampton, mate, I would say they're brummies. The same with Tamworth. They tried to, from years working at Drayton Manor, they tried yeah. so hard to kick to, like, deny their Tamworth <laughs> status. Yeah, Bearing in mind, like, to deny their Birmingham status, sorry. Yeah. But, uh, but the majority of them support Villa. The majority of them have got Birmingham accents. So, you know, just, just, just admit defeat. I've never understood why people who like you know live in Birmingham would support like Man United or something like that. I don't get that. It makes no sense to me. It's just one of them, isn't it? Because most people just watch. It's part of the generation of people who just watch, only watch it on TV because they could never afford to go yeah. track going to games. That's true. Okay. So if you so if you're watching a team, if you're just specifically watching a team on TV, you might as well support the best ones from back in the day. Because there's no point suppose, watching. There's no point watching blues yeah. on TV and just like just expecting the worst, is there? Yeah. Why put yourself through that? <laughs> I'm not point. saying I'm not saying you have to go to games to be a fan. But what I'm saying is if that's what yeah. most people do. Yeah. If they can only afford watching it on TV, then yeah, have at it, whatever. I, I've never been to a football game. I've, my dad. My son keeps wanting to go. I'm like, yeah. oh, my older one, he's like, oh, I want to go. Dad. Uh, just oh. just go. Something's a fucking sports sport. I could my, think about his happiness as my dad, my dad, yeah. Sometimes you can't really <laughs> think about others. <laughs> my dad, he said to me when growing up, he went, "Son, I love you, but I'll say it right now, if you're going to support Blues, here's a list of teams that you can support." He literally advised me not to support Blues. He told me to support Man U, Arsenal, Liverpool, or <laughs> them. The only teams I couldn't support were Villa, West Brom, Wolves. Those are the only ones. Others, yeah. They're there, the others in Birmingham. They're the others. But, like, for a while, I was actually my new support from, like, 8 till 10. But until Blues got into the play, we beat Norwich in the playoff final in 2002, mm. I was just sort of like, yeah, I'm a Blues fan now. Didn't, I remember one match that I, I'm sure I watched it. Didn't they win, like, 7-0 or 7-1 against Liverpool or, or Newcastle Blues, like, a good couple of years ago? We beat Newcastle 5-1. That's really 5-1. I think that was in 2000, either in 06 or 07. I think it might have been 07. I don't know. I thought, well, I don't know. Fucking hell, I was, I was leaving school then, so it might have been that. Yeah, DJ yeah. DJ Cameron, the likes of that. We never beat Liverpool 7-1. They beat us 7-0 the year after. Maybe, Maybe that's year what before, I'm thinking of. The year before, sorry. That, no, I don't know. I don't know. You, you know better than me. Because mm. I just remembered it. I remember seeing it on a newspaper, because they used to deliver newspapers. Mm. That was my first job. Prop. That's your first proper job, like, yeah. as a kid? Yeah. I know about doing that. I couldn't, I couldn't stand the cold. 
Really? Yeah. I love going for walks. So I don't like being stuck in somewhere. Like I'm okay like in this situation like just one on one or a couple of people. When there's loads of people, it bothers me so much. Um, I'm I'm, f- I'm fine with that. Uh, like when I'm I'm, I can sit in a pub by myself with a book. I'm happy with that. Oh, on my, on my own. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with doing that. But I mean, like, when you're in, like, say when you're at the bush and it's really full, mm. and there's people talking to you from all sides, it gets to me. I'm so much more comfortable on stage. I've, I, I appreciate that some people are like that, but I've never felt awkward yeah. like that. I've never felt like whatever. I'll just literally, like, be there, do my own thing. Yeah. If people want, want to talk to me, call crack on If yeah, not, yeah. then God bless. It's not even an awkward thing. It's just more of a case of, like... For just me personally, when there's like different things all around me, I can't concentrate and I'm like, ah, like different voices, you know. Nah, I'm not. Calm down, I've been, been like that. That's, that's to do with like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say it's like an insult, but is, no. that, is that like autism? Or, no, 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 no. It's like just like anxiety kind of stuff, you know. No, fair enough. I don't know. I think it, there is like the whole autism spectrum. Mm. Who knows? I've got a bit of Asperger's, mate, so I'm yeah. like, you know. Asperger's. Yeah, all that. I did. I've, I've been I doing a routine. I've been doing a routine about it actually. Because I used to be a kid at um, at an old school. Uh, basically, I, I had like two primary schools at the same time. For one of them was like helping me out with like my social skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to like make sure that I had to like come run with scissors. I had to wear like mittens and things like that. And the one and people, I literally wait for a person to laugh and then point them out of saying, "Do you find my experience is funny?" <laughs> yeah. I know she's not just calling them for, and that always gets like a decent laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may not seem like you're here, me explain no, like no, that. I get what you're yeah, saying. yeah, completely, completely. You make people like, "Oh shit!" But then I suppose I laugh. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, what was you talking about? Um, how you think that I'm autistic? Oh I'm no, I don't, I don't think you are no, I'm autistic. I'm just, I'm, if you're if you're getting all those voices around you, that is a sign of it. But no, no, the voices no. are actually there. Yeah. I don't mean they're in I, my I, head. No, I wasn't even saying that as well. I wasn't oh, saying no. you were going like you were going insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm joking, don't worry. Cool. Now, um, I, I I think people get too hung up on labels and all that kind of thing. Anyway, you know, it's like everyone's weird, everyone's strange. Just be yourself, man. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy with just being myself, and if people don't yeah. like it, I'm not saying like obviously it matters if people if you don't have anyone around you. But um, well, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. When when I think this could be a totally out of nowhere subject that I just thought about last night, I don't understand why transsexuals. <laughs> I don't understand why transsexuals are lumped in with the LGBTQ stuff. Sorry, I was just reading this and it reminded me. I don't understand the whole concept. <laughs> he doesn't walk in half. Yeah, I'm, I'm touching that. <laughs> really? um, well, you know, uh, I appreciate it. Obviously, it's all about finding yourself, about finding your de- identity, isn't it? No, I don't but, mean that. I mean, like, in the sense of... Um, I get it. It's all fine. It's good. Mm. I just mean in the sense of why... It's like a gay person or, you know, a gay woman, bisexual person, whatever. How is that the same as a transsexual person? Like, each are fine either way, do you think? Why well, is that together in the in that why, why isn't that group what it is? Why are they grouped together? Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, because they're. I should say I disagree. I disagree. I think they should be, whether they want to be or not. It should be in the same kind of circles and all that. But it's because it's all about being, from what I gather, uh, being a gay man or a lesbian woman or a bisexual is all about finding out who you are as a person yeah, and finding yeah, out what course. pleases you. Yeah. And I think that's why transgender people are the same like that that's a really interesting concept I've never thought of it like that yeah that's actually really interesting yeah. that, that, that's the only thing I can think of because obviously when you know if a man ter- wants to become a woman 
I'm support. I, I, I imagine they had a, a period where they were gay. I assume that unless well, you, unless you want to be a woman who likes women afterwards. I suppose it's, either it's, way you would have to. It, be, yeah. it is a complicated. Yeah. It is a complicated thing, which I'm not in any way qualified for. But from my imagination, is is that if you didn't like being a gay man, perhaps being a woman who likes yeah. men might be better for you. No, man. I mean, to be fair, how you put it then about why that—that's a really good point. I've never thought about that before. Yeah. Like, I just—it was just the other day I was talking about it with someone. And I just never understood why they were put together. Mm. You know, but yeah, that made perfect fucking sense. Right, but they, they, they don't want. No, it's just—it's about like finding out who you are. Hence yeah. why they're put in the same place. I don't know what Q is still. Q is. Uh, Q. Oh, what is it? It's I don't like... know why I think you're the authority to ask. No, but... no. Well, well, <laughs> if you know. You had some kind of search engine. I've got a friend who's gay, so I don't know if that helps, but uh, it does. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Only helps him. But um, I think Q is to do with like someone who either likes likes everything or doesn't like anything. I think it's part of that. I I'm, I'm not too sure. I could I could be totally wrong for one of but I I'm think that's what it is. But no, but um. I don't yeah, know why I've you Have about you ever watched the Bill Burr routine about uh, Caitlyn Jenner? Uh, it was, again, it was on Conan. He was okay. just talking about I'll how... Then, yeah. He was talking about... He, he said that he's not offended by people who get offended because he understands it. But at the same time, when someone shaves their beard off and you go, oh, wow, that's, that's your chin, my God. So when, when, oh, yeah. so when yeah. Bruce was a man... When you when you come out of the cane, you're meant to be like normal about it. Oh yes, yeah, a cane. That's yeah, what I was yeah, saying, yeah. like. <laughs> and it stands apparently for queer or questioning. So it's basically people who are, who are curious, basically. That would make more sense, but then queer means the same as gay. I thought. But... I think well, the, the queer is like being like you. You, you might be, you might not be. Obviously, queer in in questioning a, more like that. Obviously, queer in a certain sense is like. You know, being gay from what we've, from our, you know, understanding of it. But I think queer, at first, was meant to be about, you know, someone who was a bit, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just liking anything. Polyamorous. Yeah, having your cake and eating too, whatever. Having your cake and eating you one too. There you go. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, that was quite good. Yeah, it was. Fair play. Um, any other shit that you just find interesting? Anything you've heard of or? Um. As in, like... Just anything, man. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, actually, no, no, no. There is a really interesting story right about it. Right. You talk about Q. There's a group in America called QAnon. Basically, oh, yeah. Q-A-N-O-N. Is that a hacker group? It's like, it's like a conspiracy group yeah, that yeah, yeah. supports like conservatism, especially Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. But there was a... Oh, I know you mean. Yeah, sorry, yeah. There was a guy who wanted to do a citizen's arrest, right? For someone from the Gambino family, basically the mob boss of the Gambino family, I should say, mm. he found out where he lived. Like, but the mob boss found out. He, no, 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 someone no. Found the, out where the no, mob boss the, lived. The, the conspiracy theorists found yeah. out where the mob boss lived because he yeah. thought he was helping out the deep state, the CIA, and the Democrats somehow. <laughs> but um, he knocked on his door in the middle of the night and said, "Oh, uh, Mr. Gambino. Well, obviously that's not his name, but bear with me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm uh, issuing you a citizens arrest. Arrest. Yeah. Sorry, I've got a problem with W's like Jonathan Ross. But um, and obviously the mob boss thought, the fuck you on about? I, I, I don't want to. I ain't, I ain't gonna deal with this shit. Get out of my face. So when he walked off, he just shot him. 
Cole dead. Wait, which shot? Who? The conspiracy theorist. Shot the... He shot the crime boss dead. Fucking hell, okay. Yeah. When was and that? Like, it was about like a month ago, or two months ago. It was done. A, it was a story in a, even New York Times or the New York Post. One of the ones that we just kind of like brushed over. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was an absolutely fascinating story. There's a great, there's a great guy on the internet called Michael Brooks, who uh, and it's gone to trial, mm. and people just literally flabbergasted that his love for Donald Trump was so consuming that he was willing to put his own life at risk to. You know, what was it involved with Trump then? What actually was? Well, he he, he thought that the, the crime boss was out, out to get Trump, oh, okay. which is absolutely ridiculous because if you do your research on Donald Trump in the late 80s, he used mob connections to build his constructions. Yeah, he's not a... He, his fingers aren't clean. Well, no, oh, absolutely <laughs> not. He's one of, he's, obviously, there, are, there is corruption in all politics, from oh, Obama, Clinton and all that, but Donald Trump is absolutely corrupt. Yeah. But anyway, the story... It's absolutely fascinating. I recommend anybody to read it. I've, what was it called? Actually, I'll have to write it down. I've got this fucking recording. It's, it's Q Anon. I'm just typing Gambino, Gambino and Trump. And okay. it should just come up with like a load of people talking about it. I've got Donald Glove in my head to charge Gambino works, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I mean, as far as the government in general goes like that, though, like fucking, there's so many things. <laughs> uh, one thing that bothers me, though, like there's a lot of, um, like 9-11, for example, that as a conspiracy theory. Mm. While, I don't know how much you've read into that, but there's loads of stuff to point out, but at the same time, the one issue I have is I don't have that much belief in any government that they could do anything like that and keep it quiet. I don't believe it's a conspiracy back then. Mm, yeah. I do believe it was just some pissed off terrorists who tried to like, infiltrate America, American I, soil. I, don't, I do I, and I don't. I, I, I'm don't, really, I don't believe I don't it know. at all. I tell you why, like the majority of it, I believe like it was just people hijacking planes, crashing and being dicks. I mean, but then I look at like Tower 7, you know that? There's, fear, there's theories about 9-11, but there's theories about evolution as well. It doesn't mean it's all correct. No, no, but I mean, like, it's just, just the facts of Tower 7 confuse me. No, not the theory, but just the fact that, at, like, you know, like half not between 9 and 10, you had the first two towers falling, and then nothing else hit anything else. But then at half five in the evening, randomly, Tower 7 just fell down, which is right next to it. Yeah, but that's... Fact that is as well. Yeah, but it's, there's no reason behind it. It's obviously because the, the, there was a massive bomb that hit off <laughs> the, the building next to it and just collapsed. Well, that, when there, it, there was another building in between the two, in between Tower Seven and the two. This is the thing well, I don't believe well, it either. Well, but it could, I just it could be a whole myriad of reasons though. Like there's you know sometimes just because you can't explain it straight away, it doesn't mean yeah. that like, there's some absolute massive thing about it. Yeah. If you want to talk about conspiracy theories, I don't believe Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK. Yeah, that's, he couldn't have. No, you know, the bullet yeah. would have had to like, go from there then come way back yeah, down. Yeah. So, you know, but... And with the new evidence, they've got like evidence of five to six shots being done and they know for a fact he only did three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That one, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's the thing that people do. I and mean, that was the whole, that was before the whole Cuban Missile thing, do you know about that? Mm. When, um, like... It's been released now that they did try and do like the terrorist attacks on their own people, but JFK stopped it, and then like however long later he got assassinated. Oh yeah, that's usually why yeah, JFK. Yeah. I, you know that he was one of the only few pre- despite his infidel- inf- infidelities, infidelities and all that. Um, he was one of the only few presidents that actually wanted to try and do something. It seems so. Yeah, everyone who gets into a place mm. of power just gets involved with shady people. I think it's oh, just how it goes over there. Yeah. yeah, I mean like, you know, people talk about, I love Jeremy Corbyn, but I can imagine him not being able to do the things that he wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, last thing I'll ask you about, because you don't mind talking about politics then? 
No, no, not at all. Okay, I love cool. it. How do you feel about the whole Brexit and Prime Minister and how just how fucking threatening is now? See, basically, <laughs> over the next like, few months, as as someone who likes to believe that they are a socialist, even though I buy like you know high end clothes and things like that, so I'm a terrible socialist. Um, What's socialist again? Basically, it's like just a, an idea, like you know, um, we look out for each other, okay, we yeah, make yeah. sure that you know there's no hierarchy, that like, you know people with like massive amounts of money don't get away with it and things like that, and like the 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 need according to our know, shared out equally and all that. Yeah. So I just realised your things turned down a bit. So we can go. We can start again if think... you want. Do another hour and a half. No, no, no. <laughs> you're loud enough because you, you're allowed to talk at an anyway. Fair, so fair enough, mate. So I should be all right. But, be um... I can turn it off afterwards anyway. It's no worries. Sound. Oh yeah, it is sound. Um, it is literally sound. But as <laughs> with Brexit, right? I don't agree with the European Union. Don't but I, okay. I don't think it's a bastion of hope that everyone is making out for it. Having said that, I think to literally go cold turkey from it and like just literally just. It, like deny everything that the EU does for us and try and go yeah. it alone is absolutely calamitous. I take, to, I'll give you an example, right? In Greenland, yeah. they only had one thing to to to, uh, to negotiate with the EU to to leave, hmm. and it was about fishing rights in their own like seas. Guess how long that took to negotiate? Like a year. Three years. Fucking hell. Three years over one issue. And um, considering that we are, that Britain is one of the founders of the European Union. And you've got to be one of the biggest powers. Well, can, well not anymore, obviously, since but, Brexit. But can you imagine the amount of things we have? We're still there technically now. We right? are still technically there, yeah. not until October 31st. Yeah, yeah. We could leave with a no deal, which would be absolutely calamitous. Even people like Peter Hitchens, Christopher yeah. Hitchens' uh, brother, who is a staunch uh, anti EU person. Has said that he would, he did not vote for Brexit because he'd just be absolutely stupid to vote for it like well, that. This, this is why I believe they should do another vote now because when they voted before, we voted on the romanticised idea that it was going to be either, um, you know, leave that, that no deal would not be an option. Basically, mm. that was mm. the idea back then. Now we know it's if we're going to leave, it's no deal as we are at the moment. See, I agree. Need to vote now. I right? agree with you with that, but the amount of people who voted leave don't really care as long as we do vote. So if we did have a second well, vote, I do believe that Brexit would would win again. I think the Leave vote would win again. At the I'm, same time, I, everyone's I, a lot more educated about it now, though. You say it. There are still well, some people who are trying to like. There's a lot of dumb people. Purport, but, but, you know, trying to give out the idea yeah. that Brexit is a good idea. I see. I, like it I said, can be. I don't. I don't think Brexit is a good idea. I don't same. think the EU is a good idea. But like I said, I think just going out completely, com, you know. It's just risking a country when you don't need to risk it. It's like that old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You don't need to do it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just a, it's a risk for no reason. Mm. Yeah, Especially with a no-deal thing. Which I mean, is... if, if you're a country like Italy or Greece, and you've yeah, you got, you got your grievances with it, and fair enough, like, do what you can to leave, but, like, yeah, you know... But, you know, our biggest imports and exports... I, I, voted, for, I voted for Romania simply because Same. of trade. Because, you know, the amount of stuff we have that we get through the EU... Yeah, yeah. And they give us a lot of money, too, for stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. So, that's the same reason why I voted for Remain. Like, there's so much stuff in, in like, Birmingham Centre and that, which is, like... You know, it's when you look at it properly, it says EU funded. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. We wouldn't have that bit. Like, one of the biggest biggest villages in Wales, which has been completely redone by uh, EU money, had, like, literally just said, like, oh, it's, a you know, (laughs) done by EU. He voted leave. (laughs) So, you know... It's just dumb, but you know, from what I've heard, there is a chance we might not leave still. Um, it depends if Boris has the balls to uh, actually say 
what we're leaving absolutely nothing because he knows that we could be fucked with absolutely nothing and yeah. go and go into WTO rules. But WTO, yeah, well trade. Oh, okay, yeah, that just the general. No, that's based on the, that's based on the fallback we would automatically oh, okay. go to yeah, if yeah, we didn't yeah. have anything. We, okay. we basically would start like doing doing negotiations with, like India and like the West Indies and all that. Yeah. The idea that people saying that immigration wouldn't would stop completely is complete absolute nonsense. Yeah, it would never he, stop. He couldn't never stop. Completely. Even if Nigel Farage was in, in charge, he would never ever stop immigration because the amount yeah. of money that we get through the economy through it is just too much to you know sacrifice. But the thing Do is, we that, get a lot that, of money for it. Do you reckon yeah. we get more than we would have to spend on someone coming over? Absolutely, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. So the, about, the, amount, the amount of money that they pay into, like the benefits they get from coming over here, go straight back into the comedy with uh, comedy, the, the comedy. economy. <laughs> okay. With like you know uh, goods and like you know things like food and all that, it goes straight back into that. But doesn't that money come from the government to begin with, though? So, or do they get extra money from somewhere else? Well, no, they get extra money for like the, the import stuff and all that. Yeah, but. Does a person count as an import? What do you mean? Well, no, I mean the money that they spend on the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, though, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, that money comes from the government anyway, so it's effectively they're just getting their own money back. Well, it? no, it's it's money that has been given through taxation that they get, bring back into society, which boosts the economy for, for the I government suppose again. It's, yeah. yeah. Is it especially because that's the thing with all people complaining, most of the people that come over actually do make some kind of effort to work or make some kind of effort to start a business or something. Generally, it's the people that already live here that are shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> With shit already. Well, you know, it, 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 it's a very complex issue that some people don't like to uh, deal with. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally, as much as I understand the money side of it, I mean, people are people. If people are in a worse situation, like most countries are, than England, it's like yeah, when people, it's like, it's when people say things like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're drowning society, they're drowning this, drowning all that. It's not really. If you, no. if, you, if, you cut, if you cut services and cut resources for places like hospitals and police and all that, you will live in a shitty society. Well, yeah. I mean, Look yeah. what happened with Erdison the other week with that kid who got unfortunately shot. If there was more, oh, yeah, if yeah, there was, yeah. if there was more police, that's weird. That is now. That's... If there was more police around there, we wouldn't have that fucking problem. It's weird that that's become a thing now. Like you know, that guns are suddenly. It's probably been around for a while in England. Yeah. We're just hearing about it all the time now. Suddenly, yeah. You know, it's weird though because that's not. Anything well, that's because we, we ain't got we ain't got the police to f- sort to sort the issue. If you if you that's a, that's oh. why that's why I think taxation is a good thing. You know, oh I, yeah, do we need more police in general as well? Yeah, we need more police. Yeah, we need course, more doctors. Yeah. We need all that. Yeah. Well, you know, people say, oh, you know, but what I'm losing out and all this and all that. But yeah, but the benefits of living in a set in a safer, fairer society yeah, is d- better than all that. No one can complain about our living conditions in England. When you look at we were talking about North Korea earlier. Yeah. Some of the shit they deal with, and people complain about England. England's fucking sweet. Yeah. We're it, good. We're banging. England's a great place to live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's rare that someone agrees with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right then. Um, Anything else you want to cover or plug or anything, man? Because I think we're about good. Uh, good. You know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on I'm on this, I'm on that. We'll have it on, I'll whack them on the descriptions on YouTube. Uh, 107.5 FM, uh, Switch Radio, 1 till 4 Thursdays, that's me. 1 till 4 Thursdays? Yeah, one, one, in, in the afternoon, I should say, not in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> if you work is it, at a Is it like an all-night thing anyway? It is an all-night thing, yeah, but oh, they, they okay. tend to have like just genetic music on for like yeah, six yeah. hours, yeah. 12 till 6. What kind of music is it? Just anything. Anything. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's right. Then, Cheers, Carl. Thank fun. you very much, man. I'm going to wipe my hand because my hand's sweating before I shake hand. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Cool. Cheers. Uh, hello.